between News Source 1 Michiana and Roaring Light Radio. Welcome to Roaring Light. Your daily dose of Michiana community news and independent Christian artist music to get you going through the day. Roaring Light hosts are myself, Olivia, Keith Hughes, Sylvia Stark, Rachel Kleckner, Pastor Joel Irvin, and Ron Barash. Public News Service, Doe Newscast, September the 12th, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. First to Georgia, where the automatic voter registration system is back up and running after being offline for 15 months. Danielle Smith reports the delay has proven costly for some voters. The system opts in eligible residents to register to vote when they interact with the Georgia Department of Driver Services, or DDS, and updates voter information for those already registered. Chief Legal Officer Aklima Kandoker with the New Georgia Project, a nonpartisan voter registration group, says the AVR had registered 6.6 million people in 2016 and a total of more than 7 million today. But with the silent changes to the DDS website, she says more than a a year, people were no longer automatically opt-in to be registered to vote. I think in the realm of 30% of people fell off. So this is close to a million people who would have participated before in a, in a typical election year when going through the DDS's original process, who all of a sudden were not registered to vote going through that automated process. Kondoker says prior to the system error, there been a dramatic climb in voter registration, in part because of the automatic registration function. More than 7 million active voters are registered in Georgia, according to the Secretary of State's website. The midterm elections are near, meaning candidates, political analysts, and the media want to know more about what voters are thinking. Since 2016, the St. Paul and Minnesota Foundation has teamed up with Wilder Research for the East Metro Pulse Data Book, which covers Ramsey, Dakota, and Washington counties. The latest findings were issued this summer, and Wilder's Nicole Martin-Rogers noticed big differences between the 2018 survey and the new responses. Across most different major institutions, the population in the East Metro overall has had decreased level of confidence in these institutions to treat people fairly over the past three years. That includes the news media, healthcare institutions, and the criminal justice system. And there were differences among racial groups, with 45% of black respondents agreeing state government treats everyone fairly, compared with nearly 70% of white respondents. I'm Mike Moen. 
Foundation says survey participants put crime and safety at the top of the list. Now from the New York Times, a day after routing Russian forces in a lightning advance that seized hundreds of square miles and a strategic town in the northeast, Ukraine claimed another victory Sunday. The Times reports Ukraine's rapid gains in the Kharkiv region have significantly weakened Russia's hold on eastern Ukraine, which it has used as a stronghold to wage war since February. This is PNS. New York State has been working to ensure disadvantaged communities aren't so vulnerable to the effects of climate change. However, as storms grow in power, it may not be enough that the state is bracing these communities. With sea levels expected to rise, numerous areas across the state could fall victim to more severe flooding. Deb Peck Kelleher with the Alliance for Clean Energy New York says this was foreshadowed when Superstorm Sandy hit New York almost a decade ago. The New York infrastructure, a lot of it's underground, and as we saw in Superstorm Sandy, once the subway tunnels and the road tunnels get filled with water, just because of a storm surge. It has a dramatic effect. She adds urban planning is accounting for areas that are floodplains and other problems coastal regions face. According to a 2021 report from several state agencies, most barriers relate to having access to climate-smart programs like zero or low-emissions transportation and distributed energy efficiency. I'm Edwin J. Vieira. And September is National Recovery Month. A program in Ohio is showing success in healing families who have struggled with addiction. Ohio Start focuses on families experiencing child maltreatment and substance use disorders. Children's services caseworkers, behavioral health providers, and family peer mentors work in tandem to get them the support they need. Donna, in Summit County, struggled with addiction and lost custody of her two older sons over drug charges. She explains when she found out she was pregnant again, she knew she needed to make a change and sought help. After spending time in a court-ordered treatment center, she joined the Ohio START program. They helped me a lot. They helped me get my place. They really work well as a team. They're caring and want to see us do good. They just ain't in it for a paycheck. She says she's been in recovery for 17 months, is working, and has her son back. Ohio START, now in its fifth year, started with 17 counties and has since expanded to 54. Mary Sherman reporting. Finally, Ross Brown lets us know fall arrives in Texas next week, which means winter and its challenges will be right behind. Never fear, the old farmer's almanac says it will be the best of winter for some and the worst for the rest of us. Associate Editor Tim Goodwin says predictions suggest half of the country will deal with bone-chilling cold and loads of snow, while the other half may feel like winter never really arrives. He encourages the western half of the U.S. to prepare for wet and mild conditions, while the eastern half hunkers down for record-breaking cold. When you think of Texas, you don't think of cold necessarily, but what we're predicting this year is colder than normal. You're looking at early to mid-January and early to mid-February going to be really those coldest periods that you will see this upcoming winter. The Almanac claims an 80% accuracy rate. This is Mike Clifford. Thank you for starting a week with Public News Service. Member and listener supported. Heard on radio stations big and small. Find a trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org. Here is your National Weather Service forecast for South Bend and vicinity. We begin with this Lake Michigan Beach Alert. Beach hazard statement now in effect through this afternoon what high wave action, strong currents, and dangerous swimming conditions expected. Piers will be heavily swamped by waves. Where in Indiana, Laporte County, in Michigan, Berrien County, went through this afternoon. 
impact strong currents can pull swimmers into deeper water, and high waves can sweep people off piers. Precautionary preparedness actions remain out of the water to avoid hazardous swimming conditions. Do not venture out on piers. Now the forecast. Monday showers likely, mainly after 5 p.m. Cloudy, with a high near 60. Southwest wind 10 to 15 mph, with gusts as high as 25 mph. Chance of precipitation is 60%. Monday night a 30% chance of showers, mainly before 11 p.m. Mostly cloudy, with a low around 51. South wind around 5 mph becoming northwest in the evening. Tuesday a 40% chance of showers, mainly before 5 p.m. Mostly cloudy, with a high near 71. Southwest wind 5 to 15 mph becoming northwest in the afternoon. Winds could gust as high as 25 mph. Welcome to your new daily podcast called Roaring Light. It combines news and Christian faith segments from News Source 1 Michiana staff podcasts with the wonderful Christian independent artist music of Roaring Light Radio. The podcast will be posting Mondays through Fridays in the morning. In addition, we encourage our listen and download News Source 1 Michiana's other two podcasts, Michiana 101 by Sylvia Stark and Newsbeat Michiana hosted by Rachel Kleckner. They post two to three times weekly. So let's kick things off with some music as Roaring Light begins.
From Parade.com, it's time for our weird facts. And this one is really weird. Really, really weird. And here we go. Um, weird facts come from Parade.com, so you can look these up. Uh, number 32 on the list, William Shakespeare had a curse engraved on his tomb to prevent anyone from moving his bones. He was serious about no one stealing from him or stealing him, I should say. <clears throat> On Valentine's Day in South Korea, only women give gifts, not men. Well, men deserve gifts too. Um, they deserve to feel special, so I think that's okay. And that's your weird facts for today, people. You could check that out at parade.com. Weird facts. Today I'm going to start something new. A little game. It's called Would You Rather? And here is the question, and hopefully I can get someone to respond. Would you rather be forced to sing along or dance to every single song you hear? I don't mind either one. Some people are shy. They don't want to do either. Would you rather find true love today or win the lottery next year? Well, that's a no-brainer. People chime in. If you hear this, let me know. Give me a... And answer on our new Source One Michiana page whenever I post this and tell me what you think. As fall is approaching, here are some fun events that you can get connected to. You can head over to South Gate Crossing located at 27751 County Road 26 in Elk, Indiana. And they will be having a trunk or treat and it will be a family fall festival. And that will happen October 15th from 5 to 7 p.m. And you can give them a call for more information at 574-221-1999. They are also looking for vendors. So if you're interested in joining the truck or treat, give them a call to, put your, to get your spot in. Next Saturday, Saturday, September 17th, there will be a fundraising event. And that will happen at 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And it will be in remembrance of Rio's Rainbow. And it is a Rio's Rainbow end of summer community picnic. And they will have music, some face painting, local artisans, food, and a silent auction. And that will be located at 226 West Franklin Street in Elkhart. They will be able to take pictures with the mural. Once you find the big mural on, on the corner of High in 4th Street, you will find the event. If you also like painting, you can check out Painting Party for Kids. And they and this is a fun event that will come to you. You All you got to do is choose the painting you like. They will provide all the materials. And they also gather and clean all painting supplies. For more information, you can contact them at info at Carla Martino the art or give her a call at 
Let's talk about what's going on Saturday, September 17th, 1 p.m. to 11 p.m. The second Hispanic Heritage Festival in Goshen, Goshen Downtown, Historic Downtown. A festival for everyone that's Hispanic, Latino, whatever you are. Uh, they're going to have different foods to try and probably music and all kinds of interesting things i suggest checking it out i love hispanic food it's like my first or second favorite thing to eat i mean never get tired of it it's so good my friends at work they know how to cook it's wonderful anyways check it out second hispanic heritage festival and maybe i'll be down there and you can catch me give me an interview if you got a booth down there i would like to give me a little interview or uh, promote your business if you have one if you're going to be there let me know get a hold of me Another important event to set your calendar for is Rio's Rainbow End of Summer Community Picnic in partnership with Sensational Events Saturday, September 17th, 2022 from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. It's going to be located at 326 West Franklin Street in Elkhart, Indiana. And it's going to be a picnic and they're going to have craft vendors there and support Rio Allred who was a teenager with alopecia and an autoimmune disorder who was bullied in school and she took her own life because of that and um, it's now a big thing going in support of the family and of Rio and they're having an end of summer community picnic and I hope to be able to stop by there and talk to some of you there so if you plan on showing up let's link up do you like going around to events to check out local crafting supplies and makers well here are a few holiday bazaar craft events that are coming up that you can get involved in you can attend the elkhart conservation club located at 55 515 revere drive in elkhart indiana and that will take place on saturday november 12th from 9 a.m to 3 p.m next saturday you can head over to the first annual Craft Bazaar hosted by ADEC with all the funds being used locally with ADEC. And that will take place on Saturday, September 17th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. located at 19670 State Road 120 in Bristol, Indiana. You can also head over to the Green Craft 
Fall Bazaar, and that will happen on October 29th from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. And that is located at the Greencroft Goshen Community Center, 1721 Greencroft Boulevard in Goshen, Indiana. Stay tuned for more upcoming holiday bazaars in or around the local area.
Greetings. I'm Joel of Heart City Church. Welcome again to Happy and Whole in Him. Let's walk with Jesus for five minutes. In Wayne Muller's book on Sabbath, he talks about a South American tribe that would take a long march of days, but then they would stop, make camp and rest, refusing to press on. When asked why, they would say, we're letting our souls catch up. This week we've been considering God's gifts of work and rest and the balance as Jesus speaks of both twice in Matthew 11, 28 to 30. Jesus says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I want us to consider Jesus' easy yoke, or it could be translated kind yoke, and this light burden he offers us. Now, I tend to think of this verse as Jesus' call to me as one who fails to live rightly and weighed down by my sin. And Jesus is offering to take both my burden of guilt and then to come alongside me in my walk. And the cross and the gift of the Holy Spirit make this undoubtedly true. But notice Jesus says, take my yoke and learn from me. Perhaps it is more we need to walk with Jesus instead of him with us. And maybe Jesus walked to a different rhythm than we do. If you lived in Bible times and you went up to Jesus to ask him how he was doing, does this verse not more than suggest his usual answer would be, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So let me ask, have you ever heard anyone today answer the question how you're doing this way? I haven't. And if someone did tell me this, I would think there's something wrong with them, that they weren't living in reality, that they're far too relaxed and clearly not doing enough. But Jesus lived in our reality, and he accomplished a lot. Yet, we also see he had a different pace. He lived life to a different rhythm, a more happy and whole lifestyle than most 21st century folks. Could we say that Jesus was both relaxed and he had an unhurried heart? Think about it. Jesus was in no rush to enter the ministry. He waited until he was 30 years old, and his hometown folks never saw any sign that he was going to become a minister, Mark 6. 
And when he was empowered by the Spirit, does he immediately begin his ministry? No, he goes on a 40-day wilderness retreat. And yes, he had to battle Satan's temptations, but note, every temptation was all about hurrying Jesus up. Jesus, have some fast food. Jesus, don't take the long road to the cross. Jesus, wow us now with your power. And Jesus rejected all of these. And read the Gospel accounts where Jesus constantly stops for long periods of prayer, Luke 6. And he would pause to spend time with folks. Jairus must have been hopping mad when Jesus stops to hear a whole woman's story as Jairus' daughter lays on her deathbed, Mark 6. And how about Jesus' delay when he heard that Lazarus was sick, in John 11. Perhaps we have had the wrong idea about what it means not just to be a faithful Christian, but a healthy and whole human being made to live with an unhurried heart. Aren't we always prone just to feel anxious about the next thing? Isn't this part of what compelled Adam and Eve to sin in taking the fruit? They simply couldn't wait. Our hearts are restless, and we tend to think the faster we go, the more we get done. And now we live in a world where technology can keep pace with that restlessness. There are promises of more leisure, more freedom, with the ability to go far and to go fast. Everything today is biased towards speed and productivity. Muller writes, We live and work in 24-hour shifts without rest. We're on wartime, mobilized for battle. Yes, we're strong and capable people. We can work without stopping, faster and faster. Electric lights making the artificial day so the whole machine can labor without ceasing. But remember, no living thing lives like this. There are greater rhythms, seasons and hormonal cycles and sunsets and moonrises and great movements of sea and stars. We are part of the creation story, subject to all its laws and rhythms. Perhaps this means we need to make time to slow down, to walk with Jesus, to walk at His pace with unhurried hearts, to see boredom, those dull moments between excitement, as opportunities to let our souls catch up, to pause and to pray, to commune with God, and to look around at the rhythms of the created world around us, and to stop making our busyness a badge of honor, but understand that our hurry is what makes our yoke heavy. Sure, we can't leave our fast-paced world entirely, but perhaps we could reject the notion that restlessness and determination is the only way to bring about good in our world. Let's learn to walk with an unhurried Savior who loved more than anyone. And by the way, what's the first characteristic of love? Paul says in 1 Corinthians 13, love is patient. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for showing us that God is not hurried, that a thousand years is as a day to him. Forgive us for moving at a pace we were not made to and for walking ahead of you. And grant that we will find our hearts are restless until they find their rest in you. And may we then walk with you and take the kind and easy yoke you offer us. Amen. Elkhart and Nian, coming up October 1st at That Church on the Rise will be a concert put on by Unspoken with comedian Mikey Bell and featuring a local band, All Four Generations. And they are located at 28082 County Road 4 in Elka, Indiana. I just happen to know the wife of one of the lead musicians of the band. And they are fantastic. If you would like to attend their performance, it would only cost $20 for general admission. 
Get your tickets now, and the show will start at approximately 7 p.m. And for more information about that, you can connect with them at For All Generations Facebook page to get a little bit more information on what's happening. Take care.
interesting in Goshen there's going to be a reptile and exotic pet expo, expo on October 8th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. and that's going to be at the Elkhart County Fairgrounds and I'm interested in going to this because I have a pet snake myself uh, we have a ball python at my house and we've had her for uh, over a year now she's pretty big now and i'd be interested in going to see what they have to offer anybody else out there an exotic pet owner hit me up and let me know the next expo is going to be uh october 8th 10 a.m to 3 p.m hope to see you there To the day, the bills piling up that I gotta pay. Oh, the car won't start. What will I do? I do it differently if I only knew. If I only knew. 
shops. We are heading over to LaGrange, Indiana, Walkerton, Indiana, as well as Edgersburg, Michigan, kicking off in LaGrange, Indiana. You can head over to June's Daughters Boutique, CO, and that is located at 100 South Detroit Street. You can look them up at junesdaughterandco.com. You can also head to Carney Florals Gift and Boutique, Located at 102 West Michigan Street with a phone number of 260-463-2539. And you can look it up online at LaGrangeFloralAndGifts.com. Heading over to Walkerton, you can stop by the Presbyterian Thrift Shop located at 607 Roosevelt Road. And you can give them a call at 574-586-9109. If you're into plants and stuff, you can head over to Hans Greenhouse, also located in Walkerton, located at 2132 North Sage Road. And you can give them a call at 574-586-3097. And went rounding out the list in Edgesburg, Michigan, you can head over to Little Pieces of Me, located at 69001M62 Suite C. With the phone number of 269-414-4466, you can also check them out online at littlepiecesofmeboutique.com. And for the antiques people located in Edinburgh, Michigan, you can head over to Chicago Road Antiques. And they are located at 26878 West Main Street with the phone number of 269-663-8303. And you can also check them out at chicagoroadantics.com. Be sure to check out your local shops. And if you live in LaGrange, Indiana, Walkerton, Indiana, and Edisburg, Michigan, hope you enjoy some of these fabulous small shops that you can enjoy. And get out and enjoy some of the small shops in or around your local area. Good morning, Buenos Dias, good afternoon, Buenos Tardes, and good evening, Buenos Noches. 
wherever you're listening from today. I hope you're enjoying this fabulous sun, fabulous Saturday. We could jump ahead and make a Sunday, but it's Saturday. The sun is shining. Today, let's think about it. At the end of the tunnel, there is going to be victory in Jesus. He is waiting for us all, all walks of life, whether we're coming to him as a little girl or a little boy, or if we're coming to him in the middle of a crisis or at the end of our deathbed, he's waiting. Remember, the victory in Jesus, it's coming. Are you ready for him to come? Maybe you are. And maybe you aren't. But if you are, continue to find ways to bring that victory in Jesus in the life of others. Take time to become a vessel as we journey into the narrow gate to enter the glorious kingdom of God someday. Hopefully when you reach that land and you reach him, your name is in the golden book. The golden book where over a million names are in there. How many times do we feel like our name is getting erased out of the golden book? If you have not took that first step in inviting Jesus into your heart, that's okay too. But hopefully someday you realize that Jesus is the answer. And that you will too walk that narrow gate so you can enter the kingdom of heaven. And your name will be in that golden book. Sometimes us Christians get lost in who Jesus is and we forget that there's victory coming our way. The devil gets there and he stamps, he stomps us down until we small and so we can't see Jesus coming. And that happens a lot. And for you non-Christians, sometimes you may know Jesus and go to church, but you're not following him. And so when the devil gets into that soul of yours, you're trapped there and you don't know which way to go. And so then we turn to the negative and that could be a substance. The illegal illegal medicine or illegal whatever. Maybe it's alcoholism. Maybe it's who knows what it is. But at some point, if Jesus gets a hold of you, grab a hold of that and tug him into your life. So you are ready to enter the kingdom of heaven. Whether you're a Christian or non-Christian, Jesus loves you. He's just waiting for us to make that first step. And there will be victory coming. And we should all be ready. Whether we're living the, the last days now, Oh, we're, we've been in the last few days. But God is waiting for everybody. Jesus is waiting. And so whether or not you believe in Jesus, that's up to you. But I hope one day you will enter that long black train and be able to hop off and on that narrow path and go directly into Jesus' homeland and glory land. His homeland that he's waiting for you. So remember, there's victory in Jesus, even though you may not feel like it, but it's victory in the Lord. Hopefully your name will be in that golden book at the end of the narrow path. He is waiting with his arms wide open 
for you to enter. Take care and hope you have a fantabulous Saturday.
Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly hosts. Praise Father, Son, and